I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everyone my name is Ryan Weeder, and uh, today I'm going to be talking to you about trusting in God. And I know it's kind of a kind of a basic topic, and we all kind of learn about trusting in Him when we're little, and in and in our little Bible studies, and youth, and and children's classes, Sunday schools, things like that. But I think many times as we grow older, we kind of lose some of that trust we have in Him. It's really easy to to trust in God when you're you're trusting in Him for for that uh, that favorite brand of cereal when your parents go to the store. You're saying, God, you got me with that cereal. And and for some reason, as we get older, it seems like a lot of us lose that trust that we had in Him with our finances, with our health, with our protection, with everything. And it really shouldn't be the case, especially with finances. Um, but the, the scripture I want to start off with, uh, with here is uh, Numbers twenty three nineteen, It says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and he shall not make it good? Our God is a good God and an honest God and a just God. When he says he's going to do something, you can take it to the bank. He's going to do it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Our God is a good God. He keeps His promises and He does not lie. When He says He's going to protect you, He will protect you. When He says He will bless you and open the windows of heaven unto you, that He will give back unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, a hundredfold return, why do we not believe it? Why are we so, so uptight? Why do we not trust Him? And you can say that you do all you want. I can say that I do all I want. But actions speak louder than words. And how many times you say, oh, I'm trusting you, God, and yet you don't give your tithe. How many times you say, oh, I'm trusting you, God, and yet you don't, you don't really believe that he will. You always prepare for flu season. You always prepare for allergies. You don't trust in him to keep you healthy. Our God is a good God, and he will keep you healthy. He will provide the finances to you. He will provide the place for you to stay. He's, he's a good God and He keeps His promises. I mean, it just plain and simple says it. He will keep His promises. And, I mean, really, a lot, of, a lot of the distrust that we show comes down to a provision. So many of us just don't think that God will provide for us for one reason or another. Again, we may say we do, but we don't. And... Um, you know, it says right here in Philippians 4.19, My God will supply for all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And uh, the Weymouth New Testament says that He will fully supply your every need. And it's not that much different, but I love the emphasis that it puts on it. Our God will fully supply your every single need. Again, that's a promise, and He is not someone who's going to promise you something and then break that promise. He is God. He is honest. He is just. When He says He is going to take care of you, He is going to take care of you. God says He will meet your every need. He will meet your every need. Why do we not act like it? Why are we stressing 
every single month trying to hit the bills, trying to pay rent? Why are we stressing every single time you, you know, your, your spouse or your child sneezes and starts sniffling? You start pumping them full of all the pills and, and the, the essential oils and everything you can get trying to make sure that the kid is, is safe and healthy when the very first thing you should be doing is taking it to God. He will supply for our every need, the need for healing, the need for health. And yet we still just don't act like we trust Him. You know, the Bible says here in 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, it says, Humble yourselves therefore in the mighty hand, uh, under the mighty hand of God that you may that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And, and, and anytime I read that verse, I just think about just a, a, a man working his nine to five at desk, just coming home, stressing out, going, oh gosh, I, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to pay these bills. It's just, oh, but you know what? We don't need to do that. We don't need to take care of that. We don't need to be full of care, careful about these things because God cares for you. The Lord God Almighty, creator of the universe, the earth, everything down to, to the quarks and the atoms. The God Almighty, Most High, is taking care of you. You know, I, I think of the scripture, he, he cares for the sparrows and the grasses and, and clothes them so beautifully. How much more does He care for you? And yet, how often do we not trust God to take care of us? We take that care into our own hands. We act like we know how it should be done. You know what, God, you know what, I got this, I got this. We are taking the care from Him and taking it upon ourselves when the Bible says to do exactly the opposite. When you humble yourself to Him, when you cast that care upon Him, He will exalt you in due time and He takes care of you. We don't need to take care because He takes care of us. And it, it, it's, it's, I know this isn't exactly an apples to apples analogy here, but it's like a, it's like a, your pet dog or your pet cat. They know that you're going to get food. They know that you are going to bring them their food. They know that you're going to make sure they're comfy. They got a nice bed, some blankets. I mean, have you seen some dogs? They are flaked out on the couch. They don't have a care in the world. That is how you should be confident in God's provision for you. He will bring you that food. He will make sure you have a comfortable place to stay, that you are warm, that you are clothed. He will take care of you. You shouldn't have a worry or a care in the world. Be confident in His provision for you. Trust Him. And, you know, I I, I mean, there's just so many scriptures, but I kind of want to wrap up with this one. Romans 8.32 says, He who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And our God will freely give us all things. I mean, think about it. God, God Almighty, gave his son to you, for you, so that you could be a part of the family. I was listening to a person talk about um, they had, they had, uh, their son needed braces. And, and, you know, she was, she was explaining, it's not a big deal. I understand braces happen all the time. Children all over the place get braces. It's not a big deal. But watching the, watching the dentist hold his head down, put the metal in his teeth, crank it down, give them the wrench and say, you need to do this. And just watching her son go through all of that, even though it wasn't a big deal, 
It's not like he broke his arm, needed surgery, anything like that. He was just getting braces. But watching her son go through all of that, her heart just, her heart was just went out to her son. She just wanted to pick her son up and hold him right there in her arms, just rocking back and forth. And, and she said, "If if salvation had been up to me, we'd all be still living in a fallen world with no hope because I wouldn't give my son up to that." And and really think about that. God gave His Son to us sent His Son to that cross so that you could be saved, so that you weren't living in a fallen world, but that you were brought into the family of the Most High God and you were taken care of. Think about what that, what that entails. Think about sending your own child to the cross for a world of people that don't even deserve it, for a world of people that are sinners. The vast majority don't, don't even admit you exist. But that's how much you love them. That's how much God loves us. And when you think about that, when you think about how much God actually cares for you, that He sent His Son to that cross for you while you were still a sinner, why don't we trust Him with everything? I mean, I know it's kind of a rhetorical question here, and I know it's, it's almost really simple and basic to ask, but honestly, the God that created the universe, everything from galaxies down to the quarks in an atom, the, per, the God that sent His Son to that cross for us, the God that loves you that much that He sacrificed Himself, He sacrificed His Son why don't we trust Him with something as basic as meeting rent? With something as basic as the health in our bodies? I mean, it's just nothing to God. He has you right there in the palm of His hand, taking care of you, loving on you. He's got everything taken care of. He promised. And it says here, plain in black and white, that He doesn't break His promises. He doesn't lie. It's one of the great things about our God. And the other, the other gods, you know, the other gods will say whatever they want and go back on it. You know, I'm sure that you've all heard the myths. But our God is better. Our God takes care of us. He doesn't torture us. He doesn't make us struggle. He doesn't make us just crawl through the dirt, just getting beat over the head every day. That's not God. That's the enemy. And our God is bigger and better. He's backing us up and living on the inside of us. If God is for us, who can be against us? Honestly, think about that for a second. If God is for you, who can be against you? Nobody. No thing. Nothing. I mean, our God is a good God and He promised to take care of you. So let's act like it. Let's act like He will take care of us. Cast our cares upon Him, for He cares for us. And I know I'm kind of repeating myself here, but it's true. And I'm trying to get this across. That there's no reason to stress about rent. There's no reason to stress about the bills. There's no reason to stress about, about flu season coming around or the pollen and the allergies. There's no reason to stress about about your protection and your safety when you're just driving down the interstate. Honestly, Christians should be the most at-peace people there, that ever existed on this planet because we know that we have God. 
God is living on the inside of you. And and, and I, I remember, I'm, I'm still wrapping up here. <laughs> I I remember a testimony about um, this little this little boy. He 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 was. Yeah, he, he was he was a bad little kid. He was a bad boy, and um, uh, this this neighborhood kid of his ended up stabbing his his friend in the back with a butter knife. So he's like, all right, well I've just had had enough of this guy, and so what he ended up doing was he he tricked him over into an outhouse and tried to throw him down the toilet in the outhouse, and and the neighborhood kid's dad came out with a monkey wrench and threatened to beat this little boy's brains out, kill him with a monkey wrench. And he was scared. He froze up. And as as this neighborhood dad is walking towards him with the monkey wrench, he hears behind him a and he looks back, and his mom's on that porch with a with a rifle pointed at at that guy, saying, "You touch that boy, I'll kill you." And it, it's it's kind of a, kind of a wild story, but it's a, it's a very effective way to show you that that's who we are and that's who God is. The devil might be coming at you threatening you threatening you with that monkey wrench, trying to get you scared and trying to stress you out, but we have God backing us up. The devil may, tr- may have a monkey wrench, but our God has a rifle. He's bigger, better, and he is just backing you up. There is nothing to fear with you have God there because he is protecting you. He is taking care of you. Now, I, 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 I told you I was still wrapping up, and I'll, I'll wrap up finally with this. I, I encourage you to walk in that confidence that God is living on the inside of you and backing you up. He has promised to take care of you. He's not going to break that promise. Walk in that confidence. Walk a carefree, confident life in Him. Trust in him and put put action to put action to what you believe walk in that trust i hope you got something out of it today be blessed thank you partners and friends for helping make these broadcasts possible subscribe to our youtube channel be sure to follow us on instagram and you can also listen to our broadcast on itunes contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988 5380 to send praise reports, request prayer, or for more information about our ministry and how to become a partner.